Oh, what sister I don't have a clock up here. Yeah, I use your phone. Yeah, you don't have a half way. It didn't pop up that way. 55, time to get started. It's already online. I had a Everyone online can hear you, so. That's the warning, bud. Take your drink. That's why I said we're live. Put it down. Pull it down real quick. And he's like, okay, now what? And I'm laughing because it, it started falling over. <laughs> now what? And then he's like, ah. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Huh? Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. Is that where we're at? Yeah, that's where we're at. Mm. Yeah, that's Already that's Mark first, 5. First Mark 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. Really? I thought it was 14. 13. Just 13. 13. 13. Dang, does anyone want to lead us in? Five. After we pray? That's why we pray. pray. We don't have any announcements, pray, do we? Pray, 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 pray for the people today. Amen. MC oh, Hammer. Hmm. Oh no. <laughs> That's why we pray. We're pray. pray. Oh, we no. got to pray for the people. You can't find today. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say you have the ra- roundabout where it is. You have to highlight it completely. <laughs> I'm a little. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's pray in, yeah? Okay, this one. Oh, here. Catch it. This one. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, that just dissolves. uh. That other one dissolves. I'm just going to start praying, but. Huh? No, you good now? What? I don't know. Are you ready? Come in, Mars. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for the study, Lord. Just bless it. And help us just to hear from you, Lord, and to have a great time at the study and fellowship with each other and focusing on you, Lord, and just bring us into your your message, Lord. In Jesus' name we say. Amen. 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 <clears throat> All right, anyone want to lead us? Before we start? Where do we usually start? Dang, you told her? Yeah, first friend. Sorry. She should know. You know. She said she listens to me. I listen to you. (laughs) You should be up here. No. You You should be up here with us. Come closer. Close enough English. I was going to say, wait. That's like backwards English, but it works. It's just Yoda talk. Okay, you And now, these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Explain it. <laughs> Explain it. I was just pulling it to Jacob. No. Tell us what you think about that. Oh, it's what? What did you get from that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. <laughs> been hanging around Jacob too long. She did. That girl. Remember, you remember why we go there? Yeah. Can I explain. 
because we can um, set it into, because these are the uh, three things that like may even make up the solution, and we can um, like uh, apply it to the different like, not, Parables. 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 Um, and we can find all of these in the parables. Yeah, exactly. Pretty close. Bam. It's like bam, bam. Ninety-eight percent. Hey, ninety-eight still an a. passing. Still an A. <laughs> ninety-eight. That's, a, that's still an A plus. Yeah, still an A. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, I didn't get them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My kids are No, these are good. Very good. I know. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. Uh, she's like, when you do. I know. I broke her heart. Okay, where are we now? We are in Mark 5. Mark 5. Mark 5, mm -hmm. 1. This is a good one. Me, you, and Matt should remember this. Do we? Yeah. There's a men's breakfast we went to that had it. Oh, yeah, they did. That's right. It was kind of shared weird, though. No. I mean, it was good. No, I didn't say it was wrong. It was just weird. It was different. Using PSTD or what do you call it? Yes. PSTD? He had me... He had me call it a PSTD. Yeah. I was like thinking that was a word you spelled. <laughs> you were sitting there. I was like, <laughs> post-traumatic, <laughs> traumatic disorder. Post-traumatic. It's only been invented in the last like seventy years, you know. Okay. I'm sure second second world war or something, maybe. I love Alright. Alright, so here we go. So as they went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes. Gerasenes. Gerasenes, there you're right. Yeah. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet them. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was getting, no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and, the, and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied. For we are many, and he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, Send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about two thousand in number, rushed down the steep bank in, into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported in 
this in his in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what he had what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw a man who had been possessed by a legion, the legion of de- the legion of demons, sitting there dressed and in his right and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for them. And all the people were amazed. Hi, Roger. Hi, Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. He waits for the camera. In that window. Okay. What do you guys think of that story? Loved it. That's it? Why, I'm kind of Why did you love it? Because of the because he put the demons into the pigs. You know, I mean, there was a lot of bad things happening with those demons. The demons actually, you know. So the demon possessed the man. Yes, many, many, many people. demons, legion, mm-hmm. a legion of them. Oh, and the man came up to. Jesus, and As a demon-possessed person, and said, "What are you going to do with us, son of the Most High King?" But they asked themselves to be put in the pigs. Right, right. Out of fear. Yeah, but they didn't. Did right? they, they didn't know yeah. that the pigs were going to jump in the water. Right? No. What? What? Yeah. But the fear was wasn't so much the pigs were going to jump in the water and drown. The fear was that they were going to be cast into the pit of hell. Mm, well, the abyss. The their fear was now. Doesn't that blow your mind? <laughs> they're demon. They're demons. Mm-hmm. They're. They're afraid of going. Well, they're afraid because they, they know Jesus. Yeah. They know that they know where they're headed. They know when the yeah. time comes, they're going to go there. They just didn't want to go before. You know, it's like that. That kind of blows my mind. Because mm-hmm. they don't know the time. Knowing where they're going, yet still staying on that path. That's why all yeah. the demons keep asking them that. What do you want with us? Like, swear, swear to me that you won't torture me. I've you seen know, the other gospels says something different, but swear you won't. Yeah. Send us yeah. to the abyss or whatever. Where That's where I got that from. Yeah. What does your book say? Yours is different from mine. Um, it's it's the same as a possessed, but I agree with Pastor Matt. It's, it's a mind blowing because the de- your demons, mm-hmm. you're you're harming, you're torturing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so why, why are you afraid? You afraid? Why mm-hmm. are you afraid to go? You you serve that master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why you're afraid? Yeah. That's, that's a mind blowing. And I was I was making a I was making a point with that. Yeah. And where I wanted yeah. where I wanted to head with it is this is that if um, I've seen this kind of possession firsthand, I've even God has even used me one time to drive a demon like this out. You can ask Pastor Memo; he was with me. Memo's the one who called me because he was so tired, uh, spiritually tired of praying all night. And um, it's happened twice in my lifetime so far, but. I've seen it, and it's real. But we don't see it a lot in our country. We're possessed by our material. We're possessed by other things. Yes, the demons, yes, the devil already yes, has yes, us. Yes, 
The devil already has this. In, in, in third world countries, you see a lot of it because people don't even lie because there's no reason to lie because they have nothing. Well, what's to lie about? You know, and, and there's all this abuse and all these other things that, that where these things come in. And I've actually seen that possession like that before. But in our country, the devil already has everybody. His demons don't need to be here possessing mm -hmm. people. I'm not telling you it doesn't happen because I've seen it here too. But you don't see it like you do in these third world countries and stuff like that. And so when I said I was making a point with that statement is we know too. Mm -hmm. We know we know too, and yet we keep doing. Right? And it's because we're 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 mes mesmerized, I guess. How do you say it? Mesmer whatever. Mesmerized. Right? Captivated. Captivated by all these things. And whether we whether we confess it or even believe it, we're possessed by them. They possess us because we put them first over what we know now is the truth mm -hmm. that that sets us free from those very things. Mm -hmm. You know, God didn't God didn't send Jesus to set us free from those things. Even He came to set us free from ourselves because mm -hmm. we're the ones that are caught up. You know, but the devil, he doesn't need to have his demons out here doing stuff when, when we're already captivated by the things that he's already put into play, you know, and every one of us, listen, I'm not pointing fingers. Every one of us start off that way. And every one of us, even in the church, struggle with it because because we were raised in it. We were raised to be that way. We were raised to think that way, to act that way, uh, raised to, to desire these things, all, especially in these poor kids' age. You know, there's not a child under a certain age that hasn't already seen pornography and is mesmerized by it. There's not a child today that hasn't. That, I mean, when I was a kid, we wanted to be astronauts or, or a firefighter. or You know what I mean? It's crazy what's going on today. I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. But it's, you know, there's so much, there's so much going on in the world today. And, um, but when Christ comes into our life, just like this young man, you know, he Christ knew this young man, okay? First off, the young man, he didn't want to be possessed by all those demons, right? So when he was finally set free, can you imagine? You should be able to imagine because when God sets us free from things, I've been set free from many things, okay? The biggest thing, I was a drug addict. You guys know that. That's not the biggest thing. The biggest thing God set me free from was anger. Okay, anger used to possess me. And I mean possess me. And if you pushed me to that point, there was no end to it. There was no end to it. I, I, I'd go to prison. I'd do this. I didn't care. I, there was no end to it. And God God took that from me. He really did. Now, if I get angry even the slightest, I'm apologizing to the person why I'm yelling at him. And that only happens once every five years or something crazy. I'm usually praying for the person when they're mad at me, you know. Is anger and pride. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. I would imagine. I think all sin stems from pride. I don't think there's one sin that doesn't stem from pride. But but anger is like, it's huge. Like when, when, I, I when it controls you. Emotion. Yeah. When it there's controls, no logic behind it. Yeah. When it controls your life, and it controls every decision you make after that. It, it just, it could have happened five years ago. You know, now I tell the stories and I laugh about them. But back then, I made decisions by them. I mean, just like, you know, mm -hmm. right? It was because it was who I became. Mm -hmm. That's some crazy stuff. And then the drugs. God took me off the drugs, and nothing else could work. Jesus healed me. Mm 
Amen. Um, he healed me from from the anger, from that, from all so many things. He sets us free. Lying, gosh, I was the best liar. Nobody could tell a lie like me. I was so good, I knew when people were lying to me. You know what I mean? There's a couple other things in here too about like the demons, like they um when they saw Jesus from a distance. He ran and fell and worshipped him, or fell on his knees in front of him. Mm-hmm. He fell on his knees in front of him. They recognize who he is, mm-hmm. the authority, and 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 um, they ha- they sub- they have to submit to him yeah, when he's yeah. there. They have no choice. This is very important. What he just said. If everything I just told you guys too, this is very important. I'm going to tell you why, because Jesus has authority. Mm-hmm. So when we choose to be in Jesus. We choose to follow Christ, amen? amen? And he has the authority of all those things that used to torment us. Yeah. They start to flee from us. Why? Because yeah. he becomes more. They become less. Yes. Amen? Because yeah. he has the authority. And that's beautiful. And Matthew, they, he says um, also that uh, they yes. said, Son of God, they shouted, have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? I was about mm-hmm. to ask about that one. That's, okay, that's, in, say, yeah. Matthew what? that's in Matthew uh, in Matthew 8, uh, 29. Is I think it, it's actually in Mark. In oh, it's the in Mark too. Chapters. Is it in yeah. Luke yeah. Uh, where it talks about the abyss? Mm-hmm. I think the other one, yeah. Is yeah, the, it's, the they're, they're scared there. of the abyss. Like, are you, the abyss, yeah. You're coming to send us to hell before... So it goes back, they they afraid demons and this, this demon spirit are afraid. Oh yeah. They're scared yeah, to they go to the hell. Was it you that just yeah, check out check out what they know what? though. Mm-hmm. Have you yes. come to torture us yeah. before the appointed time? See, they know this word. That's what I remember. They know this word, and they can interpret it's the signs of the It's one of my favorite things times, when I was coming out of right? things. They don't know the day or the hour, but they know it's authority. not the right time yet because you, things you have haven't happened will, that are written. But when you give God authority so, in your life, and so and they're like, over the other have ones. you come to... Uh, He's talking uh, to torture me. us be, be, before the appointed time? That's like... Hey, how you doing, brother? Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. So they're just being so. He is talking, and I missed most of it. Tell me what happened. Great. Before the appointed time, because they know they know their time. Told you I was the best liar. Why you're afraid? You're doing his. You're doing as your master. You're doing his job. And that was a question I had for a while too. That. if Satan knows and the demons know, why don't they repent? Why don't they, you know, turn around? Because they know. They know what's going to happen. But but the reason is, is because there's such a hatred towards God. The mindset is, well, I'd rather burn in hell for eternity than spend eternity with you. That's, I, know I, lot, I know a lot of people that have that mindset. I actually was just about to say that because I was... Oh. Someone I know that said that to me, straight in my face. They said, I'd rather be in hell um, burning than be before the presence of God. It's like, wow, you don't even know what you're saying. And they don't know. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, if they knew, they'd probably repent. But the other side of the fact is, is there's something in their life that happened and they blame God for it. Because that's where that underlying goes down to. Bam. Ain't that also a spirit? <laughs> I was just going to grab your James verse too, but I saw you right there. I know. 
it's more it's more about their pride because if you think about it that's the same exact um sin that caused the enemy to fall satan to fall look mj forgot yours which was oh, MJ. Which was pride. <laughs> what about mine? Pride. Did you want my tip? When he, when he got prideful, he started thinking himself better than God, which caused him to um, be kicked out of heaven and fall. And ever since then, he doesn't even want to go, go live there. He'd rather go to hell. But he's doing everything he can to bring everyone else mm -hmm. with him down there. Because of such hatred towards God. So That's you, why you were talking earlier about the attacks on Israel. That's why. Because those are God's chosen people. And anything aligns itself with God, the enemy's going to attack. Sorry. No worries. Uh, so when you actually see someone with that type of... Uh, speech about them where they're saying i'd rather be here than be before god it's something in their life that happened whether it be something that caused them pain and they blame god for it or something that makes them think that they're better and so they have a prideful mindset and don't want to be before god it the underlying fact is is we all know god is real everyone in the world knows there is a god you have, even ask an atheist and they'll say they know that something created the earth. A lot, people, a lot of them won't agree that it's our God, but they don't want to acknowledge. Exactly, that. but a lot but of them. A I think lot a better way. I think a better way to rephrase that is they, everybody's seeking for something. And yeah. yeah, that's that is way better. What and they don't so, know is they're they're seeking the Lord and they mm -hmm. don't know it. They don't want to go there for some reason. Exactly. And so when you look at that, it's the whole underlying factor is is pride. Every single sin, like Matt said, stems from pride. I was telling you something, though, sister. What's your name again? Kathy. Kathy. Is it Catherine? Catherine. For reals. I should easily be able to remember that. Right. You literally said it last week. Um, I was telling you, though, earlier, right? Okay, watch. Remember the man was sitting there, and the Bible says that he was in his right mind and fully clothed and begging to go with Jesus? That's what I was trying to, well, the thing I forgot to bring up when I was talking earlier was um, Jesus knew the man. Remember that part I told you? Yeah. He knew the man. If the man wasn't strong enough, Jesus would have taken him with him. But maybe because of everything he had gone through and what Jesus just delivered him from, Jesus knew that he wasn't welcome in that area. But that man grew up in that area and knew everybody. And everybody knew what he had been through. And he was going to go share Christ. You see the beauty of that? That's what happens when, when God delivers us. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was fully delivered from, like, drugs, let's say, right? I was able to go to all my friends and family that were on drugs and share things with them that would blow their mind. Because I knew, and even in the church, when people come in here and they're, they're on drugs and stuff, they think they could pull the wool over my eyes. I was them. I not only know what they're, what they're trying to do, I know what they're thinking, and I know what they're going through. I know what their real struggle is, and I can talk to them about their real struggle and then work my way back. You know what I mean? Because I've been there, done that. So when, when God delivers us, he wants to use us now. He, he, was gonna, he didn't take this man with him, even though he begged, because he knew the man was going to be able to do there what he, at the time, wasn't capable of doing himself. Not that God's not capable, but they didn't want him there. They just said that. Also, he knew that he, had, he, he was supposed to be other places. So, so that's a beautiful side of it, too, is that when God delivers us, he uses what he delivered us from to put us in ministry 
right? Because he changed our heart. He can use our heart now to help change the hearts of others. And that's beautiful so to me. I would imagine he was filled. Yeah. I, here's what I can tell you. Christ hadn't died on the cross yet. So he hadn't been sent back in spirit to live in us. Okay. But that man went in the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Even if he wasn't possessed by him yet, he went in the spirit of the spirit because of what he just been delivered from. And he knew who Christ was at that point. To share, to share to the town where he came from, he had to be in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because he, Jesus just came to teach his disciples and they weren't getting it yet because he came to fulfill the law, but this was something new. So he was Work, working right. with his disciple, he must have gave this command. Everything he needed. Everything he Absolutely. needed. The Holy Spirit. Now go. He never. Jesus will never ask you. Go ahead. Because check it out. That was a divine appointment. They sailed across there, and that's all they did over there. And then they sailed back. Mm -hmm. That's all they did over there. And so that was a divine appointment. Jesus went over there to reach yeah. that man. And he will never ask you. <clears throat> Jesus will never ask you, never ask you to do something that he hasn't prepared, for, that he hasn't provide for or take care of. He won't do it. And so never go in fear. If you know that Christ has delivered you and called you to something, don't go in fear. I don't care if it's a financial thing, if it's just you, it goes against you're too scared to do it or any of that. You go because he's going to provide. Amen. He's not. Why would he ask somebody, God, who has everything? Why would he ask you to do something he's not going to make sure it gets done? Right. Right. Or, give, or prepare you or give you the tools to accomplish mm -hmm. what it would be if you didn't. No, right. You'd be doing it in vain. It is. Well, just to be delivered. See, I look at this guy and I relate. I look at him and I relate because I was in bondage. Yeah, you know, you know, going into you over and over and over, and if you can't kick, it is bondage. Go ahead, sister. At what age did uh, Jesus started to preach about about twelve, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really about thirty. About thirty is when he started his ministry. Yeah. We just had that conversation at today. the age of twelve. If you, you can read it in Luke, I believe. He was in the, yeah. he was in the synagogue, uh, right? He was in the synagogues uh, teaching the teachers, teaching the elders, mm -hmm. and the elders were amazed. And that was at twelve years old. But then um, his ministry ended up starting, like they said, about thirty. He didn't come out until about thirty, and there's probably a lot of there's a lot of speculation about that. Maybe because um, Joseph, his father, his earthly father, is never mentioned again, and so you know maybe he had to he had to help and raise the other kids, and you know so who knows? Yeah. He's the firstborn. That's exactly what happened, yeah. I think. <clears throat> so. I thought you were raising your hand with a question. Come on, Jacob. Now. Had, Go ahead, Jacob. He has something to so read, though. So, like the um, people who like um, got the demons away, were they also like maybe like um, disciples? Were they also like like and preached the tower of God? I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's why he left them there. You know, it reminds me of the lady at the well. Do you remember the Samaritan woman yes. at the well? Yes. Um, she was there in the middle of the day. You don't go out in the heat in the summer. Right. Mm -hmm. But she was there because nobody else would be there because she was thought of as poorly. 
She, she was thought poorly of, you understand? Mm -hmm. And Jesus delivered her. What was the first thing she did? She ran to all the people that used yeah. she used to know before they quit talking to her. Right. And she shared the good news. And the whole city came out. And he spent two days ministering to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's. It reminds me of something like that. I bet that man went right into that town. He knows everybody grew up there, it's, and just began to tell. It says it. Jesus did it's not let him go with them, but he said, "Go home to your family. Tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how He has had mercy on you." So this man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis. Decapolis means ten cities. In the ten cities, how much Jesus had done for them, and all the people were amazed. Isn't that the greatest thing you ever heard? So I mean, and yeah. what did he tell him? And it's simple. Everybody goes, "I don't know how to share. I don't know how to share." It's it's as simple as that. Just tell him what Jesus did for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell him your gospel. Yeah. So I bet you that's what the disciples the did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Prior to what we prior to mm -hmm. what we read. Yeah. He was planting the seed. Yeah. He was throwing the seed already. Yeah, he went yeah. to go he went to go sow the seed. Sow the seed. Yeah. Sow the seed. There's a reason why I'm able to sit here today. See, mm -hmm. and you know how I don't know why, but see how God Jesus just how he did it? Then he told the story. Got went across the bowl. Because he knew he was he knew he was gonna save that man. Yeah. That's the only reason, like Paul said, he went there. And then he went there, mm -hmm. and then he told the story before he got there, mm -hmm. so his disciples can see. Yeah. He would now go, so he was running, throwing feet, running. Look at God, heal me. I'm healed, blah blah. <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know how yeah. we talk that. Just time. like just like you do now. Um, you go tell yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's right, because you're new. Go tell it on the mountain. Amen. I think they, the at least they talk the exact like same way we talk today, just different language. Mm -hmm. Different language. Yeah. What's your brother's name? Oh, right. I'm Leonard. Leonard. Okay. I'm terrible with la terrible with names, Leonard. So please bear with me. Probably about a month from now, I'll remember it. And he's also terrible with <laughs> I only remember Stevens because I knew him when he was younger. So. Yeah. yeah, and then Catherine, how could I forget that? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, that's next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling him out? Do things in order? Word association. Mm -hmm. Leonard and Catherine. It says that there's an order to everything that God does. Yeah. Even to the church, to um, all ministries, he has an order to things. Yeah. Because it would be chaos without it. Yeah, God is a God of order. He straight up says it. There's, exactly. there's no disorder. You know, sometimes we have disorderly worship, and it doesn't really bother me so much because everybody, like here, we do that here. He was just trying to tell me, like I haven't told him a thousand times, Shh, Paul's talking. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're having two Bible studies. People online, they don't, they're hearing all this chaos, mm -hmm. you know. They don't hear what we hear because we're here. So we have to be careful with that. Yeah, because God's not a God of chaos. He's a God of order. Yeah. But I think it also shows how, how well Jesus listened. You know, the demons actually had, like, actually asked him, can we, can we go? Right. You know, and he said, yeah, you know, obviously. That it's just like if he's willing to listen to them, God and the church, so that he's willing to listen to us. That's so. sweet, girl. Yes. Wow. I used to tell people there's there's how many billions of people in the world today? Eight billion or something like that, right? Yeah, I that now. And and how many people actually talk to God? Right. 
and yet he has time to listen to every one of them. So he's got way more time for us if we'll give it to him. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has time to listen to every person if they would yeah. pray, but Amen. now he's got double the time to listen. To yeah. that ball <laughs> way more than double or triple, 10%. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I learned that the other day. Yeah, if you're willing, Lord. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? I'm willing. Well, you're willing, man. There was a there was a questionnaire years and years ago that did a census on like thousand people. He said half of that thousand prayed or went to church. Mm-hmm. Half of that half actually followed the Lord. Yeah. That must have been years ago, because I think it's yeah. way left. No. Yeah. yeah, it was years ago, but I mean, even thinking a fraction of that nowadays, out of what, 8, million, eight billion people or something like that, still a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jacob's got a verse. <laughs> so, do you guys remember um, what was preached about on, sun- uh, on Sunday? Yeah. What was, what was, be- what was preached? It was all about, it was going deeper into the faith. And faith, right? So, you guys recognize that um, the demons shudder there. You guys remember the verse in James that I used where it said, um, it says, faith by itself, it is not accompanied by action. Faith itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Oh, did I go past it? Mm. No, I didn't. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and they shudder, right? Yes. So it comes back to... Um, we went so far away. I should have jumped in a lot earlier, because we kind of went all over the place with it. It's all right. You okay. Turned up your yeah so let me get back to mark so i can so what i noticed is that it wasn't the man that came before jesus it was the demons right and and if you notice that all the times he dealt with impure spirits before this what did he tell those spirits be quiet be quiet right now now after uh now after he set up his ministry and it's his time now, when these demons would come across them, they they were they were just part of the show, right? To get more people to to come, and 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 so what happened was when when he listened to those demons and sent them away in in a different aspect instead of a judgment is these these demons also understand that. Uh, the Lord's coming back, and one day He's coming back to uh, uh, punish the unrighteous and save the righteous. You know, mm-hmm. and in doing so, um, they were they were scared in that same way. Is it, is it the time? Like, are you come here? Just like how the the Jewish people were waiting for the Messiah, they they saw that they were gonna uh, that their Messiah was gonna come, and he was gonna over, they were gonna overthrow Rome. Right, they had an under. They didn't have that understanding that was a mystery that Paul talks about in Romans, and I think in a couple other letters that he writes. And uh, but 
But instead, Jesus is revealing this mystery slowly to these people, you know, and it's getting more drastic and more drastic. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I wanted to bring it back to the faith part, right? Because uh, this man asked to go with Jesus, right? And he's like, oh, I want to do, I want to do what you're doing, Lord, you know, right? Just like how some of us who like are like young in our faith or don't know where we're at in our faith or don't, hasn't figured out our purpose yet is that we think we want to go do this or we think we want to go do that and the Lord might have other plans for you, all right? Well, that's what he tells this man. This man, he tells him, no, stay here and share the good news with the people. Tell them, tell them who Christ is because it's simple. You don't need to know this whole book, you know? Like that's one thing that I was bamboozled about for, for a while uh, is that when I was starting to grow with the Lord, I always was like, Oh, I don't know enough yet. I don't want to do this yet, you know, like, or I'm not sure if I can do this yet. But it, it's more of like what he's asking this man to do is just now live the life that Christ gave you. Right? Preach what you do know. Right. Preach what you do know. Right. Sh- share with you what he had done with you, you know. Um, and and where does that all go back to? It goes back to the faith part, right? But like this whole this whole chapter is all about faith because. Um, he he went among the Decapolis and he, and he shared the good news, right? So he acted on his faith, and that's what that's what was brought into this man's life is is that he went through all these hard things, just like how we like. I don't know who said it, but someone said it, and it stuck with me. I was listening to a podcast, but someone someone said that we all walk through the desert. You know, we all go through our. Or wander through the desert and then we're redeemed, you know. So, talking about Moses, yeah. Well, no, we all have a desert. Yeah, we we all get we all walk through the desert, yeah, and at some point, the days of forty years. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and the Lord the Lord redeems us from it, and we live in the promised land after. And in doing that, we act in that in that way. And even in the promised land, I find sand in my bed. Gotta change your mind, you know. (laughs) Not cool, but not cool, but it happened. I was gonna say, hey, Matt, maybe you should get out of the desert. Yeah, it's right. right. We have to. Right, and it's by that faith. By that faith. That's right. It's by it's by that faith that he promised, "I will never leave you no first day." And he even said that to Moses, Mm -hmm. "I will be with you." Yep. I will give you the words. Yeah, did I, I not will, make your mouth? Right. Just by that, and throughout generations after that, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, us too. You know, when we go through a desert, yeah. in our lowest point, in our weakness point, I mean, but He's straightening us. That's why it's cool that we have each other because we have each other. We stay connected to how many times have you come here because something crazy happened and you just had to share it and, and then you were built up to go back out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I think the most important thing is is that um, even though we don't know, you know what you, we're yet called to, mm-hmm. is that um, that faith is an action, mm-hmm. right? And we just live in in what we know, right? Because if we spend time with the Lord, we build a relationship. The coolest thing is, is like every time the Lord teaches you something, you're like, oh man, I know nothing, you know, and it just gets more and more. I really know nothing, you know, I'm really dumb, you know, and um, it's in that fact that that 
you become comfortable with not knowing, you know, because you start to rely on. I'm saying, uh, you know, like 20 times. You know, you know, you know. Uh-huh. You did that on Monday you know? too. Yeah. Fun, you had a nervous tick, okay? Yeah. Remember that? But, but you, you know, you, you become <laughs> you become comfortable with the Lord. To no, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. You become comfortable with the Lord where you don't. <laughs> you don't rely on your own understanding you rely on his understanding because he reminds you like oh I'm still teaching you something oh I'm still teaching you something and he, you become you become accepting of it right and it's just a way you live it, it turns in from a, a chore and it might not be a chore that you don't want to do but your heart changes and it might be a chore because you're like I want to change to this way I want to live like this way like how Romans 7 talks about and then it turns into yeah. It. It, it turns into like a, a lifestyle, mm-hmm. there you go, right? Like this isn't a religion. This is a lifestyle, right? We we spend time. With, it's a relationship and a lifestyle. We we build a relationship with, and then the Lord teaches us to act in such a way, where yep. uh, we just act on it. Like we don't think about it. It's it, it's that part where the Lord came to fulfill the law. Well, what's fulfilling the law? Loving one another, right? You don't think about the Ten Commandments. You just love your brother because it covers the Ten Commandments. You know what I mean? So so it's that faith that's here because he didn't need to spend time with Jesus at that whole time. He just needed to know who saved him and what he's done for him. And he's able to share that with all the people in the capitalist. And I do believe Jesus ends up going back to Decapolis or Paul or something. Or the man just was filled with the Spirit to do that. Go well, the, the church came from, so, like, you got to think about it. This wasn't, like, 20 years later Jesus died for his sins. No, yeah. it's, like, a couple years later, down the line, the book of Acts starts. And it's go, it goes every, it goes throughout all of Europe, the whole world at the time. You know, like, mm-hmm. if there was, yeah, oh, it, it's, like, it, if you were, if you were something back then, well, from then, sixteen on, yeah. If you were, if you were something back then, then it spread through it. You know, there's a reason why we say uh, all leads road lead all leads all road roads lead, lead to Rome, right? There's a reason for it, right? Because back in the day, that was the way everything traveled through, Rome and that's what the roads, right? And that's why that's why Paul wanted to get to Rome. Because he knew if I could get the word into Rome, it will go everywhere from there. You know, I don't need to be everywhere. I just need to get it to Rome, and it'll go. It'll go all over. Stephen had a question. What was the thing that Jordan said about them going back? What did you? How did you start your question? I know. Something about Paul going back to the capitalist, or you had said something about. Oh, if uh, if Jesus went back, he didn't really know. I, that's why I was. Oh, he's saying somebody went there, and, and he explained who did do that. Yeah, you yeah, ended up being Paul. You're yeah. you're in yeah. Acts right yeah. now, chapter yeah. six, where they stoned Stephen. Yeah. The Bible said because of that stoning, that the Jews spread everywhere. Because yes. mm-hmm. of fear. And that's what that's what usually happens when Christianity gets persecuted is it spreads further. You know, it get, it builds up, and then it, they get persecuted, and then what happens in that persecution? Everyone runs to the hills in their own direction and then the word goes with them. What's beautiful is going back to what you're saying because of Stephen. Right. The, his faith Right. When he spoke Right, if you read God it, just, his, it went his out faith was fire. so good he it got to like, see the gates fire. of heaven before yes. he died. 
And he even <laughs> said the same thing oh Jesus said. Because <laughs> I could see like a picture. I was like, they're that. like a picture. Mally girl. Imagine, imagine. Imagine, right? See, like. You know why that happened, though? I really, uh, years ago when I first read that, it wasn't the first time I read it, but really it was years ago, though. I really was like there, you know, almost. But the reason that happened, God was like relaying to me back then, was because that was the desire of Stephen's heart. Yeah. And he so, so that. God let him see it, knowing that what he did, because right after that, he's like, Lord, forgive them. For they know not what they're doing, just like Christ on the cross. Can you imagine these people are stoning you? You know you're dying, mm -hmm. yeah. and you want them to go with you. You want them. To, you see what is awaiting us. Yeah. And it was because it a, was a true a, ambassador of Christ. God right? gave him the and desire the of his heart. Is one of them did end up going when with him. Yeah. When he was ready to take my spirit, I don't think he felt none of that yeah. pain. He was just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when they went boom, he was gone. Yeah. He was gone. Paul, That's how I took it. Paul right talks here. about Stephen quite a bit. Because he, he was the reason he, he was and killed. I, I, and I think when he references the thorn, I think he met, I think he's uh, referencing that time with Stephen. You know, because from that sermon, after he gets stoned, that's when the road to Damascus starts, yeah. you know, and he's affected from it the whole time. You can read that. He's affected by it a little bit right before. Yeah. Got another hand up. Means like they chuck take rocks at rocks you until you die. Throw rocks at you you die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll like bury you in them. Yeah. That's awesome. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't either. Nor do I want to experience it. Uh, Stephen. He, he was. was a, he was. A, I think he was a deacon, but he was a. He was a. Um, a a disciple of Christ yeah, back in the day. Well, he, because Peter, the disciple, was feeding, uh, they were feeding the needy, but they needed to teach the work because they were like pastors in those days. Mm -hmm. So they appointed people that were strong in the word and to feed the needy people. Mm -hmm. So he was one of them, the strongest ones. Yeah. That's what I read. I, I always wondered how come God takes the good home first, you know? Mm -hmm. Because well, he should. Stars. Yeah, he should. Well, how come I'm still here? Because <laughs> you're not that good, apparently. Yeah, my brother had something. Kick your son. Yeah. You should have spanked him more when he was little. <laughs> I got a lot of thinking. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it reminds me of a... Uh, uh, a verse in the Bible that's a lot, a lot of the times used at funerals, even though it's not really for the dead. And it's Psalm 23. Yeah, 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I just think that went along with a lot of what you guys are talking about. It just goes right back on that one. The desert, walking in the desert. Exactly. Me and Steve. Well, no, yeah, that's that's more after, right? It's 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 yeah, that part that's walking in the world, but not being part of the world right, because we rely right. on the Lord. You yeah. know what I mean? Me and Stephen were talking about it. Me and Stephen were talking about it earlier today about um, uh, asking about end times. Remember or whatever? You, what times you think we're in or whatever? And one of the things that that. I think I failed to share with you today is that these things are all written about. We have to go through them. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't even be surprised. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not that we want to, but we have to. Yeah. And so that's where that really comes into play too, is that, um, 
though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, the world, the Bible says, is under a curse, and, and that curse is death. Mm-hmm. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, is, is you and I walking in this world. And these things, are they have to be. They're, they're, they were ordained just like the demon when Jesus showed up there. They, these things are what they're supposed to be. And if we live like he was talking about, because Christianity is a lifestyle that's formed and created by Christ living in us. And if we live our life in Christ, amen, then he's going to ordain times and places for us too in these yeah. things so that others might uh, might come to know him too. And we're only responsible for what the Lord shares with us, yeah. you know. So we live in such a time where knowledge is abundant, you know. It's not like it's not scarce. We, someone can teach us. Our neighbor can teach us. It's not like we have to go to school. Someone can teach you. The internet can teach you. Yeah, the internet does teach you. Yeah. So keep your kids off the internet, kids. And God, you know I mean? God uses all keep those things. Think about, think about Paul <laughs> after, after, um, Which he, Paul? He, Apostle Paul, Paul. Saul. Saul. He, he thought, he thought he was doing right by having Christians dragged off and tortured because he was studying the law. He was, studying, he was a scribe of the scribes, a Pharisee of the Pharisees. That's why it's such a big, Revelation when the mm-hmm. Lord preached him. So, yeah, you know why did you persecute me? He carried that. <laughs> I think he carried that all his life. Yeah. What do you think when, the crowns of thorns? If he had a thorn and he was referencing, what do you think the crown of thorns was for? Mm-hmm. It's for the, the, the thorns mean the people, mm-hmm. King of Kings. You know, King of the people. And God chose him. Because mm-hmm. Paul was right there watching mm-hmm. Stephen get stoned approving of it yeah and and even went with letters to go take more christians lives and and that's when he met jesus on the road and and uh, i i believe he carried that all his life i believe it's what drove him what what um what motivated him to push even harder well he was such a devoted uh Mm -hmm. jew how much more devoted could he be if he became a Christian? You know, right. he already had that that fire within him mm-hmm. for the Lord. His heart was for the Lord, since it was put in the wrong place. Yeah. And then the Lord said, hey, "No, no, you're doing this wrong. Let me show you." And he did the exact opposite, just as radical, though. Do you mm-hmm. think he doubted at that moment because he heard Stephen Stephen's story? You know, I got it. Well, I think we go there. You can see. I have to tell you the truth of it because I I know because I've experienced it firsthand and I've seen the experience in so many lives over the years. Okay, on the road to Damascus, when he said, "Why are you persecuting me, Paul? Who are you, Lord?" Yeah, he told him. I have to tell you guys something. Even at the stoning of Stephen, and maybe even before that, maybe all the way back to John the Baptist. Okay. Uh, the Holy Spirit was calling Paul. Mm-hmm. But he was so stubborn, so into what he believed, just like us today. How many of us today can confess that uh, who we were in the world kept us from the calling of God for many years? Yep. Yeah. Right? So this man, he knew when he knew who he was talking to because he had been calling him all along. Can you imagine at the stoning of Stephen? He knew He knew because of the conviction of the Spirit that it was wrong. And yet he did it anyways, just like the things we did before before we came to Christ. So on that road, when he when he turned his life around, 
It's because he had been being called and being called and being called. Amen. And he still had that heart, that mm -hmm. fire. And if he would have, yeah, when, when um, Ananias, uh, uh, God told Ananias to go to Paul, right? To take his blindness away. Right? He's like, but he also says, I'm going to tell you, this man is going to do things nobody else could do. He's going to suffer for my namesake. Okay, a lot of people think, remember we were talking about works earlier and all that? A lot of people think it's because of how bad he was before he came to know Christ that he had to suffer. Mm -hmm. That's not true. What's true is what Jacob's telling you right now. Okay, he had that, that character, that mm -hmm. heart, that God knew that he, just like the demon-possessed man, God knew he was going to go back into that town. He mm -hmm. went to 10 cities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And shared, right? Mm -hmm. You and I, we would have bowed face and probably went back to the no. Back Amen. to oh, I'm just kidding. You know, everybody thinks they can't relate to the story, but you know, mm -hmm. back to the tombs, right? That's where we lived before we knew Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were living in the world of death. Mm -hmm. We were living in the tombs. We were in the dark. We were in the dark. We were in the dark. Amen. But He's calling all of us just like that. You yeah. get it? Isn't that beautiful? Hit that light switch. I've been trying to like make it intro. Sometimes. It hasn't worked yet? No, that's like, I've been trying to do something cheesy like, not only do I bring light into your house, but I also try to bring light into this world or something, you know, but I can't. Because he's an electrician, that's totally ghetto. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Once I figure it that's out, worse, it's That's worse than a dad joke. <laughs> that's going to be his catchphrase. It's got to be a dad. He's got to have that joke. That'll yeah. be your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the problem. Damn, he's already a daddy as you. <laughs> yeah, but his jokes are not that bad yet. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making someone laugh. They're getting there. It's working. But yeah, but back to Paul on the road to Damascus, he knew. He had been being called the whole time. You know, I knew, I knew, and I knew, and I knew, and I kept screwing up, and I knew, and I knew. Well, and, otherwise he would have, if, if he didn't know, he wouldn't have turned from his ways, mm -hmm. right? You have to, like, it's just Can like I have one of those mints, with Isaiah. Jerry? Isaiah oh, there's one right here. Right? Thank you. There's one here. When the when the Lord saw, I, when, the, when he was brought into the temple of the Lord, and he said, oh, no, woe is me. I'm doomed. Right? He humbled himself before the Lord and then was able to change. He's like... Use me, Lord, use me. And then he's like, go tell these people that they may be ever, never hearing, but ever perceiving, right? He's talking about there's a there's a walk that you have to do first mm -hmm. to even to become righteous. You can't just live in your own way and become righteous. You have to you have to you have to humble yourself before the Lord to even hear from the Lord. So the fact that he's saying what he's saying about Paul is 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 true. He had to know, otherwise he would have gotten off of that donkey and just been blind and would have stopped what he was doing. You know, it's the fact that he understood that he was doing something wrong, right? There was something that he that was off and something was calling him. So when he got knocked off that donkey and the, the Lord was speaking to him, he called him Lord because he knew, you know. And it was even going to take more. Right. That's what people don't understand. Sometimes things happen in our life and it's okay, even if it's bad, because he was blind. Right? Why would God strike him blind? Probably because if Ananias didn't come and 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 remove the scales from his eyes, uh, he probably would have ended up back where he was. Some, things happen sometimes, too, that are for our benefit, even though they seem bad. Yeah, you know it's it's what it is. I see it like it's an, an, I see it as like an irony thing. We're talking about my friend who stayed in jail. He didn't have to. 
But he knew if he got out, what was going to happen? Yeah, he'd go right back to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he chose like, to I stay there. Too, about like I felt like I was isolated for like three months in the beginning of this year, and that's when I got like heavily into my word and stuff. Like I didn't have a job, but uh, they were at work and he was at school, so I was home alone, you know, almost every day. And that's when I would take the time about thirty minutes a day to read the Bible before I worked out, and you know, just from that alone. Had I not had that structure, I wouldn't even, you know, be as physically fit of a, as I am because I didn't work out if I didn't read the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. if I skipped that, then I didn't feel like working out. So it had to be in order, you know, as we were saying. And so with that, like, yeah, just the not having structure would definitely send you back to where you were yeah. if you don't continue to, that walk. Yeah. It's like that light on the hill I was telling you. I think I was telling you, I don't remember. There's a city on a hill. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge light there, and we keep looking there and keep looking to the city on the hill. Look at, and if we look long enough, we're going to find a way back to it. We don't want to go back there. Yeah. We already know it's there. But reading your word, I mean, just going back, you know, you know, he, Saul, Paul had to have a miracle because God was speaking the miracle, right? But also, he was changing his character. I mean, if he to use you, he cannot just put put me there. God has to work in me, pull those deep roots, and I have to go through it, just like Paul. Mm-hmm. Be blind, and then boom. The truth is, if you read about that whole section there, uh-huh. and then you go into like Galatians and stuff, uh-huh. it explains it more and stuff. Paul's talking about it. He breaks it down. He spent two and a half years uh, in the desert with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Growing, yeah. yeah. People don't know that, but read read the whole thing. Yeah. Put it all together. Mm-hmm. He was two and a half years. He, he was grooming. He yeah, was, he, he was, was working, building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You also got to think about it. Like there was no New Testament. There was yeah. just the Old Testament, the Testament, right? And they were sharing Christ with the Old Testament. With the Old Testament, that's only. bomb. That's right the there. best yeah. part of it. <laughs> he says. In that's where I look at the Old Testament. I'm like, oh, I just want to see Jesus when I read this yeah. thing. You know what I mean? He says in Galatians, the things I learned, the things I know, weren't taught to me by the other apostles. Amen. Yeah. I didn't receive them by man. I received them by revelation from Christ. Christ revealed them to him. Yeah. I he think said in, that in Galatians. I think in that study I did, it was two and a half years in, in the desert. He spent... I remember uh, you preaching on it on a Sunday. I was preaching on it one time? On a Sunday, not too long ago. Probably so about like a... Imagine, so, I'm imagining he, he was by Not from men nor by men, but by Jesus Christ. The Father who raised him. What's that? He must have been by himself. Yeah, it was just secluded with him. Yeah. Just like he spent three the first three months of this year. See that? And sometimes, you know, Pastor Memo is only a scholar because he got hurt too and was at home. And he was trying to disprove the Bible. <laughs> Ask him. Yeah. He was trying to disprove the Bible, but he had eight hours a day. And he's such a scholar that he spent eight hours a day in his Bible wow. and came to all the Bible studies and this and that. And he did that for years. It was amazing. He just like, like, honestly, I have that kind of time. I just, I'm not, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I try, but it's just eight hours a day doing something like that. It's just, for me, it's hard. Why but he loved happen? it, huh? Because I hate to read. I hate to do all that stuff. I hated school. It, school's good. <laughs> you kids stay there. It's good. But for me, it was hard. 
you know, and I struggled with those things. But Memo is like a scholar. He loves that kind of stuff, so he fed on it, you know. Mm -hmm. I feed on God's Word, but I have to take it piece by piece by piece, you know. But he, um, but when you have that, when you take that time, that's when your life changes. Amen. And you can't stop. Oh, right here it says it too in the, in the opening. Memo talks about it where there was a whole week where he just sat in a room reading the Word and taking notes. And he had like notebooks, stacks of notebooks that he ended up writing in and studying through the Word. Isn't that amazing, though? It doesn't say the three and a half years. It is amazing. But it does it say it in Galatians. Can yeah, can Galatians only really do it when you're on the I just read it right here. When you have that, oh, when the Lord's working through you. I, re- I did not receive it from any man, because in your own was I taught it, rather. I received it by revelation from Jesus you're, Christ. You get distracted, you get pulled away. But I did read it in here before, so it's here. That's what I came here to look for. That's a 12 right here. But you yeah, see right here, too, it says, Paul and Apostle sent not from men nor by men. See? Was and, you were quoting earlier, and then I said, I used to want to be here. just like Paul. And then after a while, I'd, re- I'd read the book of John. And then John had an understanding that I couldn't see at first. And then after reading his letters a couple times, I go, John had it figured out. Yeah. He figured so he it wants out. to be just like John. So I think, like, oh, I want to be just like John. I want to be just <laughs> like Paul, you know, like where they were at in their faith. Like, and I think he's going to read out about another disciple somewhere. He's going to be like, man, I want to be just like him. Yeah. Like, I can relate to Paul. Uh, I can relate to Paul in my motivation. And then I can relate to John in my understanding. Because John had an understanding that most people, I don't think, really get. In there, I was listening to a sermon, um, and uh, he was speaking on like when you're in your walk, that the reason why community is so important is because you find people that are like John, right. and you find people that are like Simon, and stuff like that. And you need those people to yeah. keep you in line because of their characteristics, you know, right. the understanding, like the un. Uh, the devoted love and understanding from John and like, hey, you need somebody in your life to be like, whoa, that's kind of not a reason to fly off the handle, you know? Right. You, gotta <laughs> stuff, you know, and then you have somebody who's going to stand up for you and all these other things. So, yeah, it was just speaking on that. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty cool to, to let the Lord share that with you, you know, and really understand where they're coming from. Because it, the, the coolest part about it is like, I, I didn't it, understand yeah. it at but first. Say- Time, and as I read and spent more time with the Lord, more time with the Lord, little things like He would reveal just little tiny ones, and then one day, like all the pieces just fell together, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" You know, and you're like in awe, and you're like, "Man, I think John had it understanding better than Paul did." But, you know, I think it's just a different aspect of what we're called to. You know, and that's where. That's what I I felt was most important about this passage in Mark five was that yes. that um, although the guy wanted to go with Jesus like, as a disciple, he he had a, the Lord had a different plan for him, you know, and and he acted on that plan instead of what he wanted to do because he could have went and followed Jesus, but the Lord he obeyed. yeah he obeyed what the Lord like that's that's the the part that pulls us out of everything is the willing like are you willing to give this up? Are you willing to stop doing that sin? Are you are you willing to to be selfless? Like that's what that's where it really comes down to is where you really put yourself down. You're like I don't 
I don't need me time anymore. And that's really hard to do, you know, like, like I give a lot of my time away, but there's still like, I need 20 minutes like a day, you know, just let me hang out with myself. But when, when, <laughs> when the time comes, you know, are you willing to put it down? You know, are you willing to put it down? Because the Lord has other plans for you if you are. Heart is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right, it always is. That's true, brother. <laughs> That's why I liked the saying that I used to hear was, uh, "He doesn't ready the call, or he doesn't call the ready; he readies the call." Call the qualified. Yeah. There you go, qualified. He doesn't. He doesn't call the the ones who know what they're doing. He calls the ones that are willing to do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and that's what the whole thing is. That's about. why, like, if you read the old stories, it's always, like, the person who was, like, the lowest, you know, like, the prostitute or, like, someone who had no high stature in society. That's a good one, Rahab. But, you know? but even reading, reading, even it says there, it's I'm sorry, always, whoever that was. always go for the lowest position. Right, well, uh, is that saying, like, yeah, that, that's more saying, like, when you're re like you can't reach anybody if you yeah it is yeah, that's the humbling part because the desert if you go to somebody Arabia, thinking you know better than they are are they gonna are you gonna tell them what to do and he's gonna listen it, but it does relate from here to another <laughs> try and tell me something right that i don't that like i don't agree with you like try i'm just gonna do the exact opposite of what you tell me to do you know and that's what that is but when you put yourself below them and you work with them you help them out what happens is the ignorance goes away. It does. You know? Does. That's what we're talking about Pastor Landers today, remember? It does. Put yourself beneath somebody, you reach somebody. Uh, yeah. Remember? It's literally the only way. Otherwise, people have these walls up, you know? People go through these things and they go, wall there, wall there. Let me put like three walls right here. He puts yeah. walls up on me all the time. Don't tell someone what to do. Show them what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be the leader. Don't try and tell someone how to lead. And that's Be where... No, that's, a good leader doesn't ever have to say anything. He just, mm -hmm. he just does it. And that's that's the beauty. And it, in Acts, that's what I'm so far I'm getting it. All of the uh, disciples that you were talking about, most of them being pastors and all of that, mm -hmm. a pastor really is just a leader. That's it. Because a leader is supposed to be an example. They're the a most leader. disrespected, too. Exactly. And it, it's completely it's true. true. And so... Not when you always. look at it, always all all the way across, so I don't have that. Time. They always put themselves beneath the people. They're okay. always um, doing the things that no one else would do, going places where no one else would go. Mm -hmm. And the reason why was because they're being the example. It wasn't about who they were or any of that. It's about what they were doing and always doing something that nobody else would do. What it means, but what it means by that, yeah. Exactly. Now it goes back to what I just said to her. I don't know why I said it to you, it was for everybody, but I looked at you. Mm -hmm. And that is that a good leader never has to speak. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because like in my house, even with Cody, okay? Let me tell you, it's hard sometimes. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but I raised, I raised a bunch of kids, even kids that weren't my own. And Christ. Right? But, and, 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 but the thing is, is that they're, uh, the example that was set was never... I told you right now on the way up, on the way down here, I told him, don't raise your kid like authority over them and this and that. Raise them by spending time with them and loving them and, you know, nourishing them in the Lord. Amen. So many people try to do this to people, you know, and, and they have to speak to do that. A, a, a good father, a good pastor, a good leader. It never works. Right. 
Why are you looking at your dad talking trash? You need to respect your parents. I do. Honor. Honor their father and mother. Okay. He doesn't even know yet. Wait till he has kids of his own mortgages and this and that. Come on. All right. When I, where was I? Because I was going somewhere that had something to do with all this. Showing the kids. Spending time. Oh, yeah. You know. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to, um, there, thank you. It's just, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. You lead by example, you know, um, I'm, I'm the, I'm the pastor, I'm the pastor of this church, but when people come in for the first time, they would never dream I was the pastor of this church. You know what I mean? You know, you know, uh, one time, uh, somebody thought there was a homeless guy in the church and then he ended up preaching. True story. You know what I mean? And um one lady told one lady looked me from my head to my toe and said, well, I guess the good Lord says come as you are. Yes. And I was just introduced as the pastor. I'm gonna put a clap for your check. Do you get it though? There's no uh, I'm not a respecter of people. I love people, but I, nobody's greater than the other one to me. You see, I was telling you today, I don't care if they're a multimillionaire. They're not going to get any more attention from me than somebody homeless walking in off the street. I don't care what they offer me. I've been offered things, and that doesn't mean I tell them no. You know, I had a guy who makes a lot of money who said he would tithe half of his tithe to the church here if I later did something for him. I've never seen him again. Told him to get lost. That's not... You love people. You love people. People are more important. Amen? People are more important than this Bible study and this agenda. But it goes right back in Corinthians 13, 13 I believe it's first. Love. The greatest love one. It's 12. Is somewhere around there. 12. Mm -hmm. What about it? This is with be kind, be oh, that's the beginning of uh, yeah. uh, 13. Love is patient. Try it. Try it. You have to love people. And then he says at the end of that, these three remain, but the greatest of these? Love. Right? It's love. The entire means after love. we're with him, you know? The entirety of Amen. That's what, that's what heaven is. That kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like, try telling me something that I oppose you. Right. You come in with love. James like, you have understanding. You know, there's a barrier. There's, there's thousands of barriers you can break with people. Right. People just put walls down yeah. as time goes on. Sometimes there's six walls in front of one wall. You just got to spend time with them, you know? I was telling him today that that's what I liked about talking with him and getting to know him a little bit was that he has that ability to talk to people I can't and he has that ability to reason with them and dialogue with them I I don't have time there's the gospel okay just come to church and I'll share it with you but you know what but we need people like that that's what I told him today but we need people like that not everybody can do it not everybody was even called to it you get it we're all different but we're made up but our makeup is the body of Christ. Amen. Joe says, great study. Who's that, Joe Mama? Joe Mama. It's his mom. <laughs> and uh, it's 745. Get your prayers in. Get your prayers in. Get your prayers in. Amen. Anyways, I don't even know why we went down that road. Was it had anything to do with the Bible study? You want the Joe Mama part? No, that was good, though. <laughs> 
the road to Decapolis. Oh, the road to Decapolis. Yes. 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 <laughs> no, but it's true. I, I Think about your life for a minute, where you're at right now in, in, in the Lord. Amen. And is God using you? Yes. I mean, is he touching other lives with your life? Yes, he is. Sure is. You know what I mean? Yes, he is. <laughs> totally. At least you're honest, Tony. What did she say? She <laughs> She's said, like, no. She said yes at first, and then... Yeah, you get it, though? She said no. So, so what that tells us, let's use that as an example, not to badger you or anything, because you're, you're a beautiful young woman that loves the Lord, okay? But what does that tell us? It tells us that we need to spend more time with the Lord, because the more time we spend with Him, the more He reveals Himself through us. And if our life isn't touching lives around us, if we're not, if, if we're not living the purpose we were created for, if we're not fully doing what He's called us to do, Amen. Has anyone been doing their homework that I gave on Sunday? Oh, you gave homework. Sleeping. Um, <laughs> it's not, huh? She knows that more than anybody. <laughs> she wrote it down. Look it up. <laughs> you wrote it down. Cool. Let me look it up. But Tell I us what it said. You are, we are touching that. I, I believe we are, because if you are spending yeah. time with the Lord to live your faith, there you go. Time, <laughs> they're looking at you. Oh, yeah, they're trust me. Once like, I wasn't saying we weren't. She I'll said she wasn't. I thought, no, no, no. Don't like, pick you know, on her. Know, yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm working for, like, I'm. I get it. Well, you might be in that stage of your life where he's, where he's changing your life so he can use your life. There's a building up so that he can then send you out. Mm -hmm. It's the character. Yeah. The characters. The lifestyle again. Yeah, her birth. You were listening to something that Pastor the Evangelist by Hernandez. I was I was up there listening. It says that once you spend more time with the Lord, the way how you speak, the way how you talk, Look the at way her. how you handle yourself, mm -hmm. you boom, boom, boom. That's <laughs> true. So when you I start, you change. change. So they're looking, oh, what? What's happening? What's happening? And then I'll be it's like this. I think people know me here as the version I am now, but if I come back there, we definitely see it. Yeah. 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 As long as you hold that change, you don't go. No, wait, when she goes back to Germany, right? Is that what she's talking about? Yeah. That's been my whole prayer. Remember, I told you last week or something since i've known you since before you came my prayer was is that when you came here that your life would be changed and you would take just like the guy went into the decapolis you'll take christ home with you yeah. and you'll share him with your family yeah. friends i see him definitely in like my manner because like ellie and jacob are still on my face so i'm like living under like a like a house of god so did you pay her for that? I did not. At all. <laughs> you better split half there. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much did he pay? You're gonna go back, and they're gonna say, "What did you find in America?" You're going to say, I found Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I mean, she's going to go and be like, we go to church here, but I know who he is. <laughs> I'm going to bring my parents at the end. Amen. 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 I want to let mm -hmm. the church and do like a full like service. Amen. That'd be cool. They're supposed to come out with us for like a week, so. Oh, that's cool. We get to meet them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. See the little community that time. Gosh, I had to hold my hand. <laughs> Stop Show, it, Matt. Don't act like that here. the community that you've introduced to. Just don't right. introduce them to Matt. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll we'll Matt is in all we, we don't want them to think of the church is yeah. by Cardinal. We'll, 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 we'll set up and put them in the pastor's office with someone, please. Can't come out here. Chain them up. We'll bring an okie-doke somewhere. 
Telling your story was you know, you know that guy broke the chains. No chains could hold him. Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> Fire did not. <laughs> That's funny. Where were we? The people were amazed that they saw him in his right. Why mind. did they ask for the pigs? I was going to ask that question earlier. Oh, um. Why yeah, pigs? Why pigs? Why the pigs? They happen. So they can torment and torture the pigs. Yeah. Well, see, I, I don't think. What kind of pigs do you think? Wild boars. No. Wild boars. No. No. There was a herd. There. Somebody was tending them, and the person, and the person tending them, ran back to the town to tell what happened. That's why people came out. So that's, was a I think that's why they asked him to leave. They asked him to leave out of fear, probably. So if there were no pigs I'm sure it would have been some type of animal that they would have asked to be cast into. What they were doing is they were trying to avoid going to hell, right? Yeah, they were trying exactly. That's what I brought up earlier. They're avoid torture. Yeah, because that's why I brought it up in the beginning. Just like how the Jews thought the Messiah was to come to overthrow Rome. The demons also thought the Messiah was to come to pass judgment on them at that moment. That's why they asked, "Why are you here? Is the time come?" Mm-hmm. You know, in some of the some of the times he's communicating with. They these. know and shudder. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm in Leviticus too. Ooh, law. Oh, and they're so killing. Boring. They're killing animals, right? The unclean, the the sin and the sinful. You go cut them and. They're talking about how the Pope. Yeah, they're talking about how the the priests, right? Yeah, how the priests set up and practically one just is always bathing in blood because it's just constant sin going on. Got to spread it everywhere. (laughs) All over the altars. Did that ever cleanse them? No, never worked. So. Yeah, what Hebrews say? So Mark, it was just an example of what was to come, the right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I see where you're headed. You see what I'm saying? I, I heard to- and it's a filthy animal, yeah. especially the Jews. Um, I think it was. I think it was just an escape. But here's a better question, and I don't have the answer. Did they die with the pigs? No. 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 How do you know that? Oh. Did you know they, they, they died drowning? How did, did they like, die with the pigs? Uh, they got so into the, they got into the, the pig. When did they ask him not to torture so, them? What do you mm-hmm. think? I I think they did. Well, no, don't, didn't 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 they ask Jesus to not torture him? Not torture them? And he says, "Okay, go into the I pigs." So, right? They were going to get tortured. They were going to get tortured. By that doesn't them. really say anything, though. Did, did they die with the pigs or not? Or oh, why ask the question if we can't answer it? Roam the land again? You can answer it, but that didn't answer it. I'm sure. You know, in in um in Genesis six, there was a um the Bible says that that um the giants of old, and uh, even some some versions of the Bible say were maybe uh, Hercules, maybe you know these these. Mighty giants from oh, back Zeus, in the day. The guy who actually Zeus. Out electricity. Um, uh, <laughs> Not some thunderbolt thrown guy. That says the angels, the angels that had fallen, saw that the earthly women were beautiful, and they married them and had children that were called the Nephilim. And they were the giants of old. Okay, the Bible says that the Nephilim was on the earth at that time and after the flood, but they weren't on the boat. How did they get there after the flood? <laughs> 
They grew gills. No, you understand what I'm saying? Spiritually, that's when they came into the world and became uh, part of the evil. And and so when those spirits went into the pigs and drowned, the the one of the reasons why I think the townspeople and everybody were so scared is because they knew there was an evil presence there and that it was that it didn't leave. To me, that they should have begged Jesus to stay. You know, there's a lot of fear going on there. Yes, ma'am. Did Jesus um, let the demons like go, uh, like like cast into the pigs because he know he would have like passed them away later, or did he just didn't? I didn't catch what you said. Say it one more time. So, like, did Jesus like allow them to like um, possess the pigs because he knew he would like pass all the the demons away later, or just? Um, why did he allow them? Why well, did he totally get rid of them? It wasn't their yeah, time. Exactly. That's the other thing I was... The reason they I even said it wasn't their time. The reason I gave the question was because I believe that that they they were freed from the pigs when the pigs died. Mm-hmm. Right? But we're, we're, it's like the, there's a story in the Bible that says still there, was, there, was a, there was a person that Jesus drove a demon out of. Well, that person ran off in the world and was doing all kinds of stuff, you know? And the, and the demon went around and was doing stuff too. And then when the, when the demon came back, they found the person's body empty, which means that the Christ didn't clean. possess it. Yeah. The house was clean, but it wasn't possessed. Right? And so the demons was like, oh, the house is empty. What did he do? He went and he met up with seven demons worse than oh, him yeah. that he met in the world, and they came and repossessed the house. Oh, wow. So these tell you, these tell you these things that, that it's not the appointed time yet. They won't breathe. Can I be honest with you? The Bible tells us that hell's not even open yet. And the Bible tells us that hell was only created for the devil and the demons. Right? We choose to go there when we know the truth and choose not to accept it. Right? The, the, God doesn't send us to hell. We send ourselves. That's reality. It wasn't even meant for us. Do you think Jesus had, I mean, pity on them? On, well, on the demons, I'm sure he loved them. So, so he loved, yeah. yeah. That's why I said, yeah. I'm sure he loved them. Picture this: yeah, yeah, I mean, love I, them. That, that this world is a Satan is the ruler of this world. It was given to him mm-hmm. the domain. Um, he said it to Jesus when he tempted Jesus. The Bible calls him the prince of this, this world. Stuff? All these things I will give you. Showed him all the kingdoms of the earth. I'll give it all to you. If you just bow down and worship me. Jesus didn't say, this ain't yours to give. No. He, he quoted scripture. He quoted scripture. Um, but the fact that he didn't say it, it, it just shows that it, it was his domain. You know, we're, uh, in Job, Jesus, uh, God asked, Where you, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been roaming the earth here and there, going, Looking going to, here and there. Let's see what I can there. devour. Yeah, and so it, it's his domain. He's set up, he's cultivated an environment to... He possessed it. It wasn't his. Thousands of years. It was given to him by God? The, the earth, the earth yes. Um, he was cast out. Yeah, he was cast down. Yeah. Yeah. in Revelation. Woe to the earth. I'm sorry, please say it. Did Jesus know that the man he freed from the demons would get demons again? No, I don't think that the man would because he went and did what he was, but he followed Christ. Mm-hmm. The story I told about the other man is that the, the other man didn't follow Christ. And it's probably just. 
Well, you know what's interesting? Because so he, he loved him, right? He was hoping yeah. that he would make the right choice. Not just that. Not just that. Even if he did know. Listen, even if he did know, sister, it had to be written for us mm -hmm. so that we would know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that we wouldn't make that choice. And so, so many of us still do. Happened. Yeah. Oh. Also, also, it's like, I can tell you a million stories. <laughs> Not a million, that's an exaggeration. But I can tell you a lot of stories in the Bible that you're like, why? Mm -hmm. Have you ever read the story of, of Hosea and Gomer? Why? Oh yeah. Why? Yeah. Right. It was to show. It was to show our adulterous side. You understand? Yeah. The biggest wife of me is Judas, right? Yeah, Judas. Can I tell you something about Judas? Teacher. Judas could have. Judas could have been saved even after doing that. Every one of us deny Christ. Every one of us talk trash about God. We're not perfect. We were. Every one of us are Judas. Yeah. Peter did, Judas, Peter did the same thing as Judas. Peter did the same thing. Same exact thing. His except heart Peter was repented. remorseful and he went and hanged himself. Yeah. He, 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 he regretted what he did. He said, I've, I shed innocent blood. And he went and he hung himself. He didn't have to hang himself. No. He, he could have turned to Christ and Christ would have forgave him. Just like when he was on the cross and he forgave everybody that was there and everybody in the world at the time. Mm -hmm. When he was on the cross, he took the whole world's sin. Passed, he took mm -hmm. your sin. You, were, you didn't even exist yet, and he took your sin. And when he said, forgive them, he's talking about you too. Yeah, That's that's how much God loves us. And that story of the man being cleansed and then and then the demon coming back, finding the house cleansed, it's, it's the story of so many people today still. Mm -hmm. uh, people, people come to know the Lord. People go to revivals and ask Jesus into their heart. Mm -hmm. But then they, and, and, and God is, God is, True, he's he holds his promises. If a person asks with his heart, a heartfelt, a heartfelt um, confession, then then he will come in. But people people go up and and they say these words on emotion, but yet they go back out into the world. You know, there's an opportunity there. There's been the good soil, him. remember? It, yeah, it's, it has to be the good soil. Mm -hmm. The good soil. You have, and you make the soil good by spending time and being devoted to him. And, the good soil makes the causes the root to grow. The wineskin as well, yeah. yeah. Remember the wineskin? Yeah, we talked about that too. Oh yeah. Um, the renewing of the mind. Mm -hmm. So I mean, a person can go up and and ask Jesus in, and but I have like five hundred stories going through my head right now. You know. And, but I don't. I got a real man. I don't believe that when a person you asks love the me. Lord and truly that that um, that uh, he could fall back into the world. I think. Um, yeah, that's what John says, right? If they fall back into the world, it's because they weren't with us they in the never first place. Were at one. And so some of those confessions aren't heartfelt; they're on emotion. Yeah. They're like convinced to do it. Yeah. Well, some you know, people, you know, they, out of fear or some whatever. Some people do fall back when you right, go through the pressure. changes through the those roots. I experienced it, and I'm like, they hurt. Yeah, they do. They hurt. Yeah. Pastor, I sure they hurt. Mm -hmm, yeah. And you see it, the enemy attacking you spiritually. I mean, me, I, I people will not go through that. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't want to go through that pain. But some people, that's why there's this song I heard in um, those Christian stations. I'll praise you when in my lowest, and I'll praise you when my weakness, and I'm going to go through. Mm -hmm. I hold on to that shadow mm -hmm. of the valley 
because I feel I'm going through, but it's like, it's her. And you're like, no, like, yeah. Lord, please, no. But it hurts. But and, I remember yeah. you always say, once you're there, easy. Yeah. That's what I was trying to, that's what I was going to relate to you right now again is easy. because we're only going through that because we're not there yet. You know what I mean? But once we're there, those things can happen and they still don't affect us they like they, they, didn't, they don't affect us like they did when we were in the world. My yoke is easy. But people, I can see how people walk away mm -hmm. from it because they don't want to go through it. I want to relate something and then we'll close because it's 802 or whatever, but you guys have just gone through it. The, the, the seeds being cast, right? If you, if you really break those stories down, there's four of them, isn't there? Right? The first two is what Paul was talking about. Mm -hmm. People did it on emotion. They didn't really accept Christ. Right. Okay. But you have to understand the second two, because one of them is just the cares of the world and all the things that come in. You know, it, those people didn't lose their salvation. They're just struggling. Mm -hmm. They're struggling in the world. You know, yeah. the first two never had it. Like right. John said, stolen away. Like, by the like birds, by, yeah. the one, the one that's evil to me is that. It comes in, right? But it says before it can take root, right? The the um, the devil comes, and if you, I was telling you, I think it was, when you looked that up in the in the original writings, he didn't just come in and take that away like our Bible says. He came in with force and demandingly took it, because he has authority in our life because we're living in him. Yeah, you understand? And so that happens. The first one never, they never had it. They never, the root never got, same with the, the rocks, right? Remember the rocks? It, the, the, the soil is so shallow around the rocks that the thing grows up real fast. But when the sun comes out, it scorches it and never gets rooted. It never goes into the soil. You see? But the third one does root. The problem is, is all the cares, the bills, the, the kids, the, the this, the, the that. The of wealth. All that stuff. That's actually in the second one, I think. But all that stuff. <laughs> is that the other one? All that stuff comes in, and it's hard. Like she was just saying, it's hard. It's hard, you know. Some people get stuck there, and that's why Jesus says in another parable just like it, don't pull up the weeds because you might pull up the wheat with it. Right. And it's not, See, our, it's not our place to judge who is or who isn't. It's not our place. Yeah. I told you that earlier, too. It's not our place. We just need to keep setting, like Jerry said earlier, the, the example. Yep. Lead by example. Yep. Amen. We need to let God work in our lives, right? And then let him use our lives to bring people to him. To shine. Amen. To, to, the Bible says that, that, that he illuminates the darkness. Well, if he's living in us and we choose to live in him, then we illuminate the darkness. So if there's something not right, it'll be brought to the light. It'll be brought. You know, I tell this story. and You guys haven't heard it yet, but I tell this story because it blows my mind. OK, I'm, I'm at my dad's house because he just lost his wife and everybody's in the garage. And a nephew comes out and tells me, you know why they're all in the garage? Because you're here to judge them. Who's judging who? I'm here to love my dad and help him get through this. What are you doing in the garage? Judging you. Judging me. Who loves all of them and just wants better for all of them. You know what I mean? I never said anything about the things they were doing or this or that. But because they know who I am in Christ, it shined a light on what they were doing. And they went and hid in the garage. I'll never forget that. The same, My same little brother who was in the garage that day, at his wedding, asked me to leave. 
After the ceremony was over, he says, can you leave now? I said, why? He said, I told him they can't open the keg till you're gone. You see, our lives, and those are big things. I'm telling you, there's so many little things that people are just, because of who you are in Christ, they see who they are. And God's giving them a chance to change it. Yeah. Even that statement He's that calling he gave them. was a seed. It was a seed because he recognized who he was. Mm-hmm. And didn't want to do it around him. There was a seed planted, you know. Something it's growing. Guilt. Yeah. Guilt. Well, it's their sin, it's yeah. Their sin. But, but it's God illuminating, illuminating. darkness. Mm-hmm. And he did it to us, didn't he? Yeah. Every one of us are only sitting here today because those things happened yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. And we and we finally listened. Amen. Right? We need to listen more, but you know, I'm just yeah. saying. For real. I'm just teasing. For real. But right? You get it? Yes. So yeah, I don't yeah. know why I brought yeah, that up. I was trying real. to put into perspective what he was saying, right? Yeah, because we were in Mark 2, yeah. the parable of the seed and the lamb. It's kind of... Yeah, I was trying to put it into perspective because because we're not we're not the judge. No. I can't say if you're saved or unsaved. I'm not the judge. Yeah. Bible says if I said that, I'm I'm raising Christ from the dead. Or what's the other half of it? <clears throat> bringing them up from the grave or bringing them down from heaven. No, I don't remember. No, that's not. It. Doesn't matter. But what it's saying is, is that we're acting as God. Right. Yeah, we're taking his seat or something. Yeah, we're we're taking his role. He died on the cross for us. He rose from the dead. We didn't do that. But but by us judging somebody else, we're taking that role. We don't have that right to to say if somebody's saved or not saved. We don't know. Yeah. All we can do is just keep setting the focus on yours. Do our best. Your hardest to get to the narrow gate. Do our best to do that. Amen. And a good leader doesn't have to speak. You can be a Bible somebody's never read before and never say a word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Yeah, but you said it in a better way. I did? Praise God. See that? I love that. Don't say that though. What? I love that, yeah. the idea of uh, that pastor, Mike Rondo, and huge, awesome uh, Victoria's house. That's the best message. Yeah, yeah, I okay. got that one. Everyone's I also got Laura and Matt. Walks right off the stage. Oh, yeah. I'll get, that one. I'll get that one. That's true, huh? Hi, Mikey. Mikey, where are you? Not it's here. Thursday. He's here. He's Mikey. He's our leaders in our church. Yeah. Oh, we don't need them. What? <laughs> it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Mikey, you're supposed yeah, to be here. Harder, I need it. <laughs> no, they say that behind every joke is an ounce of truth. Yeah. Then I'll stop joking. How about that? You know what's funny now that you're walking it's with a, the Lord? Every time I get prideful, something happens to me, and I know where it's coming from. Just weird things happen. Rocks in a moment, you know. Once, yeah, if I'm mad at you and I'm like weed eating, boom, I'll get hit right in the nose. I'll be like, okay, Lord. It's true. My uncle. He's got it. Don't uh, use those anymore. He's recovering from a struggle. Now he's attacking my toes. (laughs) (laughs) And I just accept it. Just wait until a rock comes and hits a square on the forehead. Oh, pray for um, my brother. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to come up quickly.
Keep yes, my cousin. I still haven't gotten called for it yet. Yeah, keep my cousin in prayer. Mm-hmm. And his mama. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And Felicia and Justin. Uh, yeah. What's uh, what's up with them? Because she lost her hand uh, yeah, or something else. Okay. Uh, I've been praying for that. And Justin? What? Justin for his car, too. Oh, yeah. He's upset about Well, he was really upset about that. He's getting better. He's better now, yeah. He's better now. Justin Justin got in a car accident. Somebody hit his car. Oh. Oh. Boo. I want to pray for my grandma, um, for all of my grandmas, for like, um, should I just say grandparents to uh, have help so I can see them when I come back? Hmm. And also for my like grandparents who are in heaven, because I like talk to them not often, but sometimes. I know that I watch out for me, but I should talk to them more often. I mean, I will when I go up. But... <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I love it. <sighs> Somebody said something earlier. Somebody said something earlier. Who was that? Mary Jane, you have a headache, Mary Jane? I have a headache. You need to stop calling me your headache, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The headache is just there. Oh. You know. Health for everyone. Never goes away. (laughs) She's trying to get rid of me. You guys heard that. You guys heard it firsthand. Amen. Oh, I mean. Who said that? (laughs) <laughs> was it me? <laughs> Let's pray. I am. I am. I have the drama Just in the, the church. The ones that we have on drama. the prayer chain, you got it right. Yeah, I got those. Okay, then we're good to go. Okay. Perfect. All right. Hey, I ask everybody to make sure you don't get miss anyone. Tracy said to pray for Jesse's family. Tracy, <laughs> wood all over me. Who's Jess? Uh, who's Tracy? Jessica. Tracy, my sister. Oh, your sister. Okay. And who is she praying for? Jessica. Oh, okay. Her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she did. <coughs> Why didn't you tell me? Hold on. I'm remembering. Hold on. She said a name. She did say a name. Who's that? Name. Terry. No, Terry. But we should pray for Terry, too. Um, someone about losing their... Yeah, they lost, oh, they lost their father they, in an accident. No, not their father. They oh, were, their husband. It was a car accident. Yeah, well, that was Terry and Tad. Yeah, Terry and Tommy. Tammy. 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 Yeah. And the husband died. Yeah. 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 And the woman was very bad. Yeah. Tammy. I believe that is. Tad and Tammy. Yeah. Your neighbors. Did you get on the first? Where I used to live? No, oh, where she, she used to live in oh, Twin she, Peaks. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, we got where I was? Okay, let's I pray. I know my neighbors. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love my neighbor. All right, let's pray. I do with all my heart. Just this one? <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> no, just him. You heard it. Just him. <laughs> all right. Heavenly Father, we just we thank you, Lord, for this Bible study and went off the rails, went everywhere, Lord, but it's all through you, Lord. We know that you're working through us and in us, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything you're doing in our life. Thank you for what you're doing in this church, Lord, the growing of leadership, the growing of the people here, just all of it, Lord. Thank you for everything. And we ask that you continue to bring others that are in need of you, Lord. 
help us be the the example, the real leaders, Lord, of uh, not just this church, but everyone in our life, Lord. Help us lead them in the way that you uh, want us to lead, Lord. Help us follow you, Lord. We ask that you would just have your hand over each and every person at this table, Lord, and those watching online, Lord. And um, We just ask that you would have your blessings over them and keep us all safe, Lord, as we go home and finish off this week, Lord. But help us just to start the next year, Lord, in you, just to focus on you and make it devoted devotion to you, Lord. We ask your hand over Victoria for her housing and Orlando for his health, Lord. Just, yes, Lord. We ask that you would just be over both of them, Lord. Mm -hmm. We ask for your provision for Victoria and that, that you would just give her the needs that she, she has, Lord. And we know you provide, Lord. And it's funny, even though we're, we try not to worry, we still worry. And we know that you call us not to worry, Lord. And we just ask that you would just have your hand over her, Lord. Help her to not only not worry, but also to um, have the provision that she needs, Lord. And we ask that you would just be over Orlando, just heal him, Lord. And heal Jackie too, Lord, I know. She doesn't call for it, but she's still, both of them need it, Lord. We ask that you would just heal them, Lord. And give them strength every single day, Lord. Strength that comes from you, the being under your, your wings, Lord. We ask that you would also heal Matt, Lord, I know. Even though he acts strong, sometimes there's just times where he's down, Lord, just like Tuesday. And we just ask that you would continue healing him, Lord. Take away those kidney stones and all other elements, Lord. Just break up those stones, Lord. Same with um, Orlando. Break up the stones, Lord. Just have them be removed. We ask that you would just heal Memo, Lord. And, uh, be with his family and this time, Lord. Just be with them through everything they're going through, Lord. Give them strength each and every day and a peace that comes from you, Lord. We ask that you would also have your hand over Yvette, um, Mikey's friend, Lord. Just We ask for your healing over her, Lord, that you would just give her strength, Lord, and help her be able to get through this and beat it, Lord. We ask that you would remove from her body, Lord. And Lord, uh, be with Laura as well, Lord, and her yeah. continued healing, Lord. Continued healer, Lord. Just, uh, just heal her, and Mary, and everyone that needs healing, Lord, all of the people, Lord. Mm -hmm. yes, Lord. We just ask your anointing over each and every person. Yes, Lord. Lord. The anointing that comes from your spirit. Yes, Lord. That you would just wash over them, Lord, and strengthen their, um, the body, Lord. Our bodies are just weak and fragile things, Lord, but we know that we can be strengthened by you, and that you can do all things, Lord. We ask that you would just heal them, Lord. Heal each and every person who needs it, Lord. Each and every person that's a part of this church and those that are just in our life, Lord, just heal each person, Lord. We ask your hand over, over the church, Lord. Just continue growing it, continue growing us in faith and in, and in you, Lord. Help the leadership to be followers of you and not not leading anyone astray. We ask that you would just be with Stephen, um, his uncle Louis, Lord, and just heal him as well, Lord, the healing 
a lot of people need healing, Lord. Once again, we ask that you would just anoint him, Lord. I know a co-worker whose dad was just going through a stroke, Lord, and recovering, and we just ask that you would heal him, Lord. Heal Louie, Lord. Just like we've seen um, through that co-worker, and we've seen multiple times, just heal him, Lord. Help him to recover from the stroke. Have no, no problems, Lord. No major ones. Just help him, Lord. And we ask that you would also help my brother to have this uh, surgery go well, Lord, and that it would go come quickly and just be healed quickly, Lord. And just have your hand, Lord. We know your your timing is perfect, and so all things work together in your your timing, Lord. We just ask that you would be with him, Lord. We ask your hand over uh, Don and family, Lord. Just heal, heal Don, Lord. And be with the family. Give them a peace and a comfort, Lord. And give them strength, Lord, to be able to get through this time. We also ask your hand over Tammy, Lord. Just heal her, Lord. And we ask for comfort for her when she does come out and be able to understand what's going on, Lord. Just right after a wreck, you're still out of it. And we just ask your hand over her, Lord. Give her comfort and peace, Lord. And Heal her body, Lord. Help her to heal 100%, Lord. We ask your hand over Tony's grandparents, Lord. And help them just have that health to so that when she does get back, she's able to visit them and spend time with them, Lord. And be able to meet with them. Just have a good time, Lord. We just ask that you would just give them more time. Give them more time, Lord, so that she can have that time with them. And Lord, uh, also be with Mary Jane. With her headaches and the vertigo and everything going on, Lord, we just ask that you would just heal her and help her, Lord. She wants to be here. And I think of um, Leah as well. She's not here tonight. And whatever's going on, Lord, we just ask that you would have her um, have the strength to be able to come too, Lord. Help, help them both, Lord to continue doing the things they want to do, Lord, and that you would just strengthen them each and every day. And help Jessica's family, Lord, and what's going on in their family, Lord, just help them and give them strength and be with them through all things, Lord. Show your hand in their life, Lord. And Lord, uh, we also ask for Terry, Lord, just comfort and peace, Lord, with everything going on, Lord. Help her to just be able to have peace where she's at. We ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say. Amen. Amen. Amen.